Welcome to Dr. Three, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth in climbing the standard rank ladder. I am your host, and along with me tonight is my fellow host, you know her, you love her, it's Smarms! Hello, everyone. Hello. Dragon Rider was feeling a little under the weather tonight, and uh, we wish her a speedy recovery, and she'll be back with us next week, so she just kind of was not feeling good last minute, so we were just like, all right, we're going, and Smarms has a bit of a time limit tonight, so we are just like, yep. I know, I have the age-old have to pick people up from the airport, and uh, Dragon Rider works so hard. I feel oh, like, yeah. okay, she should take more time off than she does, but you know, yeah, she's I'm a not, workhorse, so. She, she is a workhorse, and I'm not going to complain that she doesn't take more time off, but when she needs it, when she asks for it, like I'm like, girl, just do it. You're fine. Like You don't even have to ask us. It feels a bit like when, like, farmers go into the doctors. Like, you know, they're, like, practically almost dying. Yeah. Like, a farmer goes into the doctor. I feel like that's the same with, like, Dragon Rider. And, like, all right, needs a bit of a break. Absolutely. No more questions asked. Like, 100% believe you. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, that is 100% how I feel. She is She is just such a workhorse, like you said. And she is wonderful. And she loves this community. So, hearts big hearts out to her and hopefully a speedy recovery and she feels better for next week's show yes all uh, right and on that note uh we had a poll question last week um that was how um how much have you been enjoying the dual class cards and so uh, uh the winning vote was a lot and that was 41 percent of you guys have been enjoying them a lot uh 37.5 have been enjoying them a little only 12 have been enjoying them not at all. Um, some of you guys left comments on um, uh, Akator... Uh, I'm sorry. Akatortere. I think is that... That's how I'm going to pronounce it. Um, I mean, said it, better that it's it's my best guess, so... I was going to say, I'm just going to, like, stuff, like, vowels and consonants until, like, it feels about right, until it's had enough letters. Um, yes. But said it depends on the card uh this one really resonates with me for example and then they linked the um dual class card of uh reverberations Mm -hmm. which is summon an exact copy of a minion each one dies after taking damage and i thought that was you know like that's kind of a fun card and if you found a way to make it work then that's kind of more exciting and then um phanto minor wrote in and said i like them but they seem uh, very favorable to one class over another. And I can kind of see that. Like, you know, they were trying to synergize between both classes, but that is a uh, tricky needle to thread. And um, really, I can see them favoring one class over another. I mean, to be fair, though, like, that's what happened the first time, too. There are some cards that are like, yes, both classes will play this and a lot of different decks. But a lot of the times, like, so, like, a more controlly card is going to go into the control, you know, the class that plays more of a control. Like, I I can think of like Wave of Apathy. Like, Priest didn't, or uh, Paladin didn't really play Wave of Apathy unless it was trying to do something very stally. So it was like much more favored in the Priest because there was a lot more you can do with it. So like, I get it. Like, it, it does seem like card, certain cards are, you know, but like they can't just be I I feel like they can't just be equally good in both classes because A, they would just be auto includes, and then B, they would just be boring. 
It would just be a boring card. Yeah, it's just like, oh, there's, there's, you know, Paladin, Demon Hunter card that is so good. It's in every deck, everywhere. And that's like warping the meta. Yeah, to be equally good in both classes, I think you hit it right on the head with it would have to be so overpowered that Mm -hmm. it wouldn't really be a usable thing. I still think it's like a fun thing that they did on, um, you know, some cards definitely can potentially be used in both classes. And so for including it on that, I think I still think it was like a bit of fun flavor kind of. Yeah. And I think they did a I think they did a pretty decent job with this, like. I think this is probably like one of the hardest things that they have to design for like dual class because there's so much to keep in mind. And just like the fact that like maybe the cards aren't seeing the dual classes aren't seeing getting played in both, but it seems like very few are not viable in both in like one way or another. So like that speaks to me of good design. So yeah, I kind of completely agree on, um, you know, there. there's at least a little bit of something that can exactly. the other class that it's not the main one included, but. Exactly. Um, and that, and it makes it interesting and it potentially opens up some doors that might not have been there before. So I, I think it's cool. So. <laughs> All right. Um, do you want to take the news or do you want me to? Go ahead. It's, it, it's very long and I could use the break. <laughs> So the main news is they announced um, this morning, which is we record on a Tuesday, so the 13th, 613th, yep, um, that uh, nerfs and buffs are for the mini set are coming, and they're probably um, I would have to imagine they're coming in on Thursday. I know occasionally we've gotten a bit of a off schedule day here and there, but Thursday is the most likely outcome I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, that's taken up most of the news for what's going on this week. Um, and so we do have a list of the nerfs and buffs. There's, uh, six cards that are getting nerfed and three cards that are getting buffed. And we thought we'd just kind of talk about like what our ideas are about, um, the nerfs and buffs for our main topic this week. Exactly. So, um, definitely, definitely. So we have what is getting nerfed. We do not have what the nerfs are yet. So, This, we we know which cards are getting nerfed. We will be speculating on how we think they will be getting nerfed. And if you're lucky, we'll stay on track this whole time. But it's just me and Smarm, so there's no promises this doesn't end up in the so, Pacific Ocean. I was going to say, we're going to do our best, but our best is just <laughs> going to be wildly out of, like, left field. So, you know, it is what it is. I mean, the, the Adderall has almost all but worn off at this point <laughs> in the night for me. So, like... Oh, you're lucky. I didn't notice that I didn't have a refill at my pharmacy. So, like, I had to uh, do today just on natural. And boy, how do you? That was fun for actual real meetings. Yeah, I, uh, people kind of know, like, I ran out of my Adderall and, like, I had a few days without it. And, like, people definitely noticed the difference. And I'm like, and then I started taking it and I was like, oh yeah, like I, I, I noticed it this morning. I was like, oh, I'm able to like focus and I had things I wanted to do this morning. And I was like, okay, I got these appointments scheduled and I made these calls and did these th- this part of my job and whatnot. And it just, I felt less scatterbrained. So like, 
And then at this point in the night, it's like, wh- what is what is anything anymore? So yes, as 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 ADD, ADHD is on full display in both of us as we talk about ADHD instead of the cards. The first one. <laughs> <laughs> we jumped the shark right away here at Doctor Three, so <laughs> I, that's the fun way to do it, right? All right, so our first card that's getting um, uh, nerfed is a four mana five four Puzik, the audio engineer, battle cry, add two three three bots to your opponent's hand, death rattle, summon them for yourself. I. I there's so many different stats that you can like adjust on this card that it kind of will be interesting for me because I think it'd be kind of boring if they just increased the mana. Like yeah. that is my least favorite way for balance to happen. I know it's like the like safest and you know like most uh conservative way that they tend to balance things, but it's like there's so many different stats. Like you could do two 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 bots or one four four like you know there's just so many different options i am going to guess that um it's going to get the school teacher treatment and it's just going to be a four four because if you remember the school teacher used to be a five four okay but like that's not the strong part about this card so that i guess that would surprise me the- what uh, no, no, the strong part of this card is it's a 5-4 that, like, death rattles. Like, it's the fact that you yeah. you have to deal with a 5-4. Now, if it's a 4-4... Four, the four, threes that come out, then. Those, you can work around those. Like, those are, like, being able to, like, you can work around them, especially at that point in the game. It's the fact that it's a 5-4. Like, it might become, like, a 4-3. Something like that. Something to take its aggressive... The... Stat line's too aggressive, in my opinion. So. I almost think you wouldn't want its health being reduced because then it gives it, um, it makes it a lot quicker to have the death rattle. Um, I mean, that's why it's so good. That's yeah. why it's so good. It hits you for five and it's a five four for four. Yeah. So. I okay. I don't I don't know if they're going to mess with the bots, but it would be certainly interesting if they did. You know, it'd be super interesting, and it's not okay. stats on this card, but if they made the bots cheaper so your opponent could play them easier, that'd be yeah. kind of fun, right? W- yeah, yeah, yeah. If they were two mana apiece, uh-huh. would- because then you could literally... Okay, so then that card becomes unplayable, because then you can literally just play both of them on the next turn. Like, that would be your response. Yeah. I guess. I guess that's... No, I guess that's fine, honestly. Like... But you have to a, run a, both of those bots into the 5-4 in order to kill it. So, like, you're kind of balancing it out a little bit. You're balancing it out in the sense that that's your entire turn, but you still get two, two, three threes out of it or two, two, twos, whatever it is, or however you decide to do it. So, yeah. Interesting. I'm. <laughs> I'm yeah. always here for the, I wish they would balance things more in a weird way. And honestly, it's fair that they never take my advice. I would not sure I'd take my advice either. But it is the more fun way to do yes, things, exactly. Guys, and it's more fun to talk about too. Like I'm just thinking of like the logical stuff, and then we can go daydream on like how they could modify it, and it'd be like interesting as well. It'd be so much fun. I feel like um, 
All right. Do you want to take the next card? Yes, we have uh, the uh, five uh, five mana four six mech paladin mech the purator uh, taunt battlecry. If your deck has no neutral cards, draw a minion of each minion type. Okay. So this, in my mind, is going to go up one mana. Um, honestly, it, I think they like what what it does. I just don't think they. Uh, I think it happens too soon, is what yeah. they're going to say. So I think it's just going to go up to six mana, and it's not going to change. Like they'll keep it as a four or six. I doubt they're going to make it like a five seven for six. I think they'll just keep it where it is. It can draw like five cards for six mana, which is still really good. It just slows down like the uh the pure paladin a little bit you know like i mean the pure paladin is like pure aggro so like uh and pure paladin has been strong for a while now i yeah as boring as it is i kind of do agree with you that like the move here would be to increase the cost um Mm -hmm. just because like you know there's no number stats in the text but i don't think that they want to change the text Mm -hmm. um like the only thing that they could change of is like if your deck has no neutral cards, draw a minion for up to four minion types or something like like where it maxes out. And I don't yeah. think that that like really fits the flavor of what they wanted to go for. Um, so I definitely see your point on increasing the cost. Do you think only one mana? I think so. I think they'll. Just hypothetically, with how they've balanced things in the past, I don't think this is a nuke it from orbit kind of situation. It's just like, I think they're going to use a softer touch on it. And like, I just remember the the patch notes from, uh, and Smarms was laughing at my aliens reference. No, I love it. Like, I know that concept. I've heard of it. But for some reason, I've just like never applied it to, I don't know, like a adjusting and balancing cards and so i'm like sitting over here laughing i love the concept of nuking it from orbit just so unmanageable that you can't even do anything with it i mean that's happened before like that's happened in the past with like certain cards in the past but that doesn't seem to be their like uh design philosophy anymore because nerfs happen much more frequently um you know adjustments happen much more frequently so it does only seem to be like they do that in wild where they will just straight up pull a card out of being able to be used in wild. And uh, yeah, that is very much not how standard works. I've never seen it work that way uh, since I've been playing, but I can imagine, you know, back when uh, buffs and nerfs were a lot less frequent, you just kind of had to go for the big gun sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like they they never banned anything in standard that I recall then I'm pretty sure the first ban was in wild. And that kind of makes sense because after a certain point, like with, with standard, you can plan on, on, you know, exactly what, how many cards and what the, the metas might look like. And sometimes you might not be able to see something, but like wild is just so many freaking cards that like you can easily un you know, unintentionally hit a effect that is like broken and wild and like i mean yeah. i There's love no the, fixing it with yeah. just numbers changes and i love the wild the wild community and how they're very very passionate about it but like blizzard has always been like this is like the secondary mode for us like 
Our yeah. main concern is standard, so that's where everything is focused on. But they have been doing a lot more for Wild, so you got to give them credit for that. Yeah. And I I appreciate uh, the Wild people, like, wanting mm-hmm. it to be, like, some sort of balanced thing. I'm kind of surprised, though, because, like, the draw to me of Wild was always to do the broken things and... The fact that they aren't just all, like, clamoring on the walls for, like, no, let us make the most broken, horrendous things ever just always surprises me. But good on them for wanting some sort of balance. You know, like, the craziest thing about Wild, and we'll go back to it real quick, in my mind is, like, um, they, like, when they released Gen and Baku, the odd and even cards, and they are still being played... To this day, that's how good they are. They are still being played to this day in in wild, um, and like they're being played. I think they're still seeing play, if I'm not mistaken. But it's been a while since I've looked. But like the last couple times I've seen wild, like Gen and Baku were still a thing, and they took them out of the game after one year. <laughs> they rotated Gen and Baku to wild after one year. They're like. This whoops! Too much. Yeah, whoops. We, uh, I guess we were we were a little uh, underestimated how good these cards were. So, oh man, I'm sad. So I tried to like Google it real quick to see what they were, but I couldn't find anything. So, so um, one, so odd is if your deck only contains odd cards, get an upgraded hero power. So, like the Paladin one is. Summon two one ones and like the priest ones for healing, warriors for armor, two damage for mage, three three damage for hunter. Um, the demon hunter's just two for one. Um, the death knight is a uh, rush or uh, charging two one instead of a charging one one. Um, I do like how they made an upgraded hero power for Death Knight. Yeah, I mean, like it makes sense. Uh, but it's kind of fun. There's multiple card. Well, there's that card, and then there's uh, just a card, True Heart. Um, that upgrades hero powers. Just a card, True okay. Heart is a six, uh, six mana, six three that just battle cry upgrades your hero power. So okay, yeah, interesting. Um, and then. With even, which was uh, Gen Greymane, Baku was the odd one. Gen Greymane is the uh, even one. And um, is if your deck only contains even cards, um, your hero power costs one. Okay. So, so, like, so basically the hero power makes up for your ability to not have odd cost cards or even cost cards. Yeah. So. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Okay. It was interesting, but like there were some really, really, really powerful and toxic decks. So. Yeah. Okay. All right, so our next card getting nerfed is a two mana, um, two, two weapon disco mall. I believe this is Paladin, right? Mm-hmm. And it's yep. death rattle. Give it a random friendly minion plus one plus one play with minions while equipped to improve this one's kind of interesting like uh i imagine like i would love to see them um uh reduce like make it a two one 
So it only has one durability. And so like, you know, you're really having to balance whether you want to like improve your minion or hit something for two cost. But um, I imagine they'll just make it cost more, right? Like that's... It's going to cost three. <sighs> it's just going to cost three. Like they, they want to... Um, like, I think you, if you give it a one durability, it just becomes unplayable. It just becomes, like, it's not flexible enough to, like, you need the two durability. I think just the, um, knock, like, three is a competitive enough spot in that pure paladin build that, like, putting that there slows down the paladin again. So, like, that's what I'm thinking, like... They're going. They're going to want to slow down the aggressive decks that obviously um, these are. So, man, I just uh, and I guess like if you give a random minion plus one plus one for every two minions played, like that's nerfing it too much. Yeah, exactly. So making it, yeah, any sort of stats change that you would do on this would be too much of a nerf. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is a bummer, because I feel like there's, like, a lot of fun ways to play around with it, but, um, I get it. <sighs> Which is a bummer. Yeah. I don't want to get it. I want the ridiculous things. This is unfortunate. So, um, all right, next up we have Feast and Famine, the one mana Paladin spell. Give your hero plus three attack this turn, mana thirst four, and lifesteal. This card itself is not the problem in my mind. It's the saxophone, the the weapon. The weapon's the problem. <laughs> uh, I, that's the the Wind Fury Shaman Paladin weapon. Yep. yep. Yeah. That thing's a uh, problem. I don't know why you're going like. I don't see how changing this does that much. I feel like that weapon needs to have an increased cost because it's too good. It's, I wonder if it was something like Paladin was mainly playing this card. Uh, I mean, and then, but, like Shaman was mainly playing the weapon. Like, so like Paladin was playing both of them together. And so like they only wanted to like reduce the effect in Paladin without reducing the effect in Shaman. But like mm-hmm. Shaman's still doing reasonably well right now. So yeah, that weapon's really, 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 really good. It's just, it's a Wind Fury weapon. And, like, pal- I mean, so I get it. It's going to go to two. I'm, like, at very least, it's going to two because Rockbiter Weapon costs two. This was Rockbiter Weapon with more upside and cheaper. <laughs> yeah, so, that's kind of fair. Um, I was going to say, do you ever think there's a world where they maybe don't change the mana cost, but they just increase the mana thirst amount? There is a world that, that they do that, but I don't. I can't. You don't think it'll have the impact that they want? I don't think the life steal is the important part of this card. Like I don't think the life steal at all matters. The only the only reason life steal matters is because you need six mana to play the weapon, and that's that. <laughs> like you need six mana to play the weapon. It's the fact that you can stack. It's another. Um, uh you know, plus three attack that you can stack on a wind fury weapon, which means it's plus six attack. And there's the other buff. That's also plus two attack and plus three on a minion. Like 
I've seen Paladins hit for like 18 in a turn. Like, from yeah. hand, essentially. So, like, that's a lot of damage. That's a lot of know. damage on an already super aggressive deck. Like, giving them that big of a closer, like, the Countess is at least fair because it's random. Like, the Countess can go either way. It can go all right. It can go really well. It can go really poorly. But it's a seven mana, and then that next turn costs six mana to, to get your legendaries, right? Yeah. This is just equip a weapon for six mana, and then go to town the next turn if you want to, and just destroy your opponent. This is like, this is Doomhammer Shaman all over again, but better. This card is better than, like, that weapon is extremely better than Doomhammer in any, say, any, any imaginable standard. Just I used it, to play OTK yeah. Doomhammer. It was, like, my first deck that got me into Hearthstone. And, yeah, you can, it's a lot faster. It's a lot cheaper. And I feel like that's just, like, a wild change. So, um. It, the, the, be, like. The reason why it's considerably better, it does have less charges, but there's no overload, number one. And number two, if there's a taunt in the way, you only have to hit it once. You only have to hit it once. You do, like, no matter the taunt, you're only ever taking three damage from it. Mm -hmm. And that is significant. That is significant with that weapon. Like, the fact that it has the 3-3... Three, three, um, you know, ability on it, like strapped to it, like, um, yeah. makes it just insanity in Paladin. It just does. And it's unfortunate, like, and it's still a good card in Shaman. It's still, like, a very good card in Shaman, especially with some of the shenanigans Shaman has going on now. But, like, it's just the fact that, like, when, when you had Doomhammer Shaman, like, there was a bit of variance. Like, Cure Paladin is just so, so on point and, like, very, very um, consistent. And there's not a whole lot of variance. And there's a lot of way to draw and tutor cards out of your deck. And, like, the fact that you, if you can, like, just chip, 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 all of a sudden you equip that. And then suddenly you can do 18 damage from hand in a turn and then game over. Like, yeah, it's just... It's ridiculous, but that's not what's getting nerfed. This card is. I think we're going to see a nerf of it cost two. Okay. So, so our next nerf up is Lady Steno. Three mm -hmm. mana, two, four. Immune while attacking. After you cast a spell, attack the lowest health enemy. I. Oh, gosh. This one's kind of difficult because, like, it's part of. Um, it's Hunter, right? I just, Demon Hunter. I okay. Oh, Demon Hunter. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just remember getting hit in the face with this so many times. So um, what do you think they're going to do to this? Because like, if you take it down to like a 1-4, that's like 50% taking away yeah. its power. But also like if it's hitting like little paltry guys, at least it'd have to hit them like multiple times. It would be uh. it would be interesting and like I was thinking about this like 
they're more likely to change mana cost, but it would also be very interesting. And in if uh, it was if the wording on it was changed, left exactly like it is, and said it says after you cast a spell, attack the lowest health enemy minion. You slap minion on there, that can't go face. So yeah. all of a sudden, like it's good for clearing out the board, but it it's not the tool that just like repeatedly goes face after you have a handful of zero mana spells and you buff it up to like a seven you know, seven four you know so yeah um gosh okay uh i do kind of like the concept of making it like i feel like as a minion attacker then yeah like i'm way less mad about this but the thing is like where if you have like you know and that's the thing with it being Demon Hunter, they have so many low-cost cards that keep drawing cards where they can just do endless things a turn. Like, to the point where, like, I don't know, on turn five, you could get hit in the face for this, like, five different times. And that's that's ten damage. Like, yep. and that kind of adds up after a while. Um, it adds up really quickly. Yeah. And so, if, Yeah. And it's just been such a staple of Demon Hunter since... um the sunken whatever the sunken expansion was called i don't remember off the top of my head uh the sunken city no yeah journey, yeah journey of the sunken city sunken city yeah. okay cool yes so like that's you know that was the first expansion last year and it has been a steady like tool and an ender for it i would imagine they're just gonna want to slow it down a little bit and make it a little bit harder to like pull off like bigger combos so i imagine it's just gonna go like i'll be frank i think most of these are just going to eat a one mana increase in their cost but that's just a guess with their historical philosophy i think it'd be more interesting if it just couldn't hit face like i think it would still be good it just would not be like super overpowering so yeah, I do think it becomes a really interesting, um, like, minion board clear kind of tool if it couldn't hit face rather than just, like, an all-encompassing giant thing. And I think, like, putting it down into, like, one particular category would probably, I don't know, be nicer and be, like, a more fun way to nerf it. Yeah, I agree. Um, And then finally we have... The six mana four two hunter weapon, Hope of Kael'thas. Is it Kael'thas? Kael'thas. Um, Kael'thas. It might be Kael'thas. Okay. Kael, yeah, I know it's Kael'thas. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, Some it is sort Thalos. of weapon. And it's after your hero attacks, give your minions plus one plus one wherever they are. I did not realize this was a problem. Like. I have not really seen it. Like I've seen it like once or twice, but like I I'm not sure why this needs a nerf, but I haven't okay. seen it used against me that frequently. However, I do know that every single like hunter main that I've been um like talked to about these or heard of like their thoughts they are devastated over this so they must have been using it for some sort of like good effect and yeah. they like really loved it but like you're right it's one of those things where it's 
I haven't been seeing the negative effects of it, like, you know, as much as, like, I had uh, had with, like, Lady Sleno. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was just kind of, like, what I was playing, what level I was at, but, um, yeah, like, a lot of the, like, higher level hunter players are very sad about it. Um, And uh, considering it's only giving plus one, plus one, they definitely have to change the stats somewhere else in order to nerf it. Yeah. Um, it would be interesting if it like they took it down to like a 2-2 two, two, uh, just to see like, <laughs> all right, like you don't get the benefit now, mm-hmm. but like you could get the benefit later and see like, you know, the um, hunter is having to do like the cost benefit analysis of if it's worth it to play this six mana knowing that you're only getting like um four damage out of it but it is buffing the rest of everything else i mean to be fair i don't remember what the there's a card that just adds to durability weapon durability and i don't remember what it is i'm gonna look it up now i'm opening my client um so like that might be part of it like people are adding durability to it as well i I thought that was a rogue card, I guess. And no. I don't remember Hunter, but oh yeah, if it has I think it it could be a rogue card only, but I thought it was Yeah, no, uh Air Guitarist, Battlecry, give your weapon plus 1 durability. It's a one mana spe- uh minion. It's a one mana 1/1. One, one. So Oh yeah, then this becomes insufferable. <laughs> like this card becomes Could be. Yes, that's for sure. I'm just quickly looking through if there's anything else that could like add to it so um but like even without it like it's still like damage on like whatever it's instant damage for whatever you have on board right so and that's always good so and that's what i'm like taking down that damage piece like not necessarily increasing the cost of it but you know you have to spend six whole mana to do less damage. And so like that way you still get the fun effects of the later stuff, but it's like you're really having to balance being strong, like weaker in the here and now in order to get the benefits later on. And I think that's the main issue with this is like you weren't losing that much to equip like a 4-2 weapon and still have these added effects. Whereas like it needs to come at like a higher cost of not necessarily mana, but like being um weaker yeah yeah i think it'll be interesting like that one i'm not sure what they're going to do with it the rest of them i have a pretty good idea you know just judging on past um philosophy so like i can imagine what some of these are going to look like because of that but now with that one i didn't know it was a problem and so I don't know how they want to fix that. I don't have a lot of insight into what may be the option there. So, all right, it'll be interesting to see what they choose on that one. I think like yeah. there's a few that I'm excited to see which way they go. I think there's a few of them, but like, um, I think for the hope of Kelthalas, like, I imagine you're right that if it's probably just going to be like the mana increase, but. On the other hand, if they do something different, I think that could be, like, worth talking about again and um, seeing I mean, how it impacts things. I don't know that, like, uh, 
you know, that the mana, the mana increase is generally the safer guess, you know, because that's generally what they do. You know, it's they they do a uh, a nerf by increasing the mana, um, usually by like one or two. So like, but that one's just weird. And I don't know what it like, if there's something else that needs to be hit on it, too. So like, I'm not a hunter main go ask the dc he might be able to tell you more than than i can because i this girl doesn't know what's going on with this weapon so yeah that's kind of fair uh he's so funny that like hunter mains seem to be like so hardcore about it i don't know just once I mean, again like to be fair everyone i've seen who is like a main in a class in this game are is generally pretty hardcore. Like Jay Alexander, like is extremely hardcore. Like um, Draco Cat is like very hardcore into Demon Hunter, and you know it's just like as you find people like it's fun to it's fun to say this about Steve because Steve likes uh, Steve aka Wicked Good likes to play priest. Uh-huh. He's a priest main, but he does branch out very frequently. And plays other things. I'm talking yeah. about people I have literally never seen them play anything else on stream. That's hilarious. Okay, um, I feel like I haven't seen anybody do what my favorite class is which is like shaman main and like but like i play everything else uh, i was gonna say there's probably but, a reason for that just saying hey shaman's great don't be a hater <laughs> i'm not i'm not hating i'm literally just saying shaman has been very bad very recently so like it's only like after the the refresh that shamans become much more playable again so that's totally fair yeah and there's only like certain types of shaman that are like playable i guess my main thing is like little bits and piece minions that's that's Mm -hmm. how i play tiny little guys that just keep going little guys yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay all right so let's move on to what we're looking at on the buff side of things and we can start out with rhythm dancer riza uh, the five mana three five rush after your hero attacks return this uh to your hand. It set its cost to one, and it's a demon hunter rogue dual class card. So this one's interesting too. I like. I mean, I guess they're going to set it to four. Would be my guess. Like, I don't know what else you do with this card other than make it a little cheaper because it. The things that it does, it does very well, and it's already doing those things, is what I'm trying to say. I don't know what else or how else you modify this one without things just getting ridiculous. I was going to say, I'm already a little bit surprised that they're uh, buffing this. You certainly can't make, like the cost any lower that would be yes patently ridiculous that would be broken uh, yes yeah zero cost cards generally aren't very good for the game state uh yeah um but it is kind of interesting i i guess like four mana but then so if like you get a turn five you can rush play it again mm-hmm. i don't know you think four mana is the way they're gonna buff it 
I would think so. Um, that would just be my guess. That's just a guess. Uh, I think it'd be interesting if they set it to four attack. So it could be like a lot better at clearing things, but that might make it like way overpowered. Um, I and I'm also just like so surprised because like this one felt like something that was already kind of strong, and so mm-hmm. the fact that they're like making something that's kind of strong stronger is a little bit astonishing to me. But um, I don't know. It's interesting. It is very interesting. Yeah, I that's not something I thought that would uh need buffed. Like I just yeah, it doesn't seem like it needs it, but apparently well, it does. Particularly like with how conservatively like they've gone for the Yeah. um buffs and nerfs. You kind of get into this pattern where you expect buffs to only happen to cards that are like really need it unplayable yeah like absolutely nobody uses because of how little like play they're like seeing whereas like this this i feel like i've run into a few different times at least so yeah not a whole lot but it's still more than like not at all so like it's playable in its current state so yeah i will i'll be interested so what do we have next then so we've got a four mana, four, four, remixed Dispensobot, gains extra effects in your hand um, that changes each turn. So it's just, uh, you know, um, they have a, any turn that it's in your hand, it'll get like a different effect. So you can kind of like pick and choose what effect you want it to have if you're willing to wait on it. And I don't know what they do with this because like the wording yeah i don't imagine they change it like no i don't think they do either i don't think you can have like a three mana four four like what are are they're just gonna give it one more attack but yeah i don't know i honestly i don't know what you do with this card (laughs) so (laughs) It is, this is literally stumping me. I don't know how to respond to this one. I'm like, okay, what do we do with this one? Because like you said, I I don't think the two solutions you just mentioned are like very good ones here. So for, um, you know, the meta and how it is. So like, I don't think it becomes like very playable if, you change this like to a three mana. I think my guess would be they'd make it a three mana four three. Um, And I don't know if that's enough to really kick it over the edge where it starts seeing more play, but yeah, I guess like the thing about this is you can't control the effect you want. And with how well synergized decks can be anymore, that just kind of seems I don't know, like a, a bit bit too high of a cost to just like hope you get the right thing. Yeah, exactly. I agree 100%. So, I mean, but you get to choose when you play it. So like you but do. Games get- are going so fast anymore. Yes. Like, I- yes, you, you are 100% correct. I'm just saying that it is definitely... Um, it, it, I don't know. 
you do get to have some agency over how it hits. So, but again, that's not like, that's not the, like all the effects, none of them are like in my mind, particularly moving enough to really like still like the best one I think is probably add two coins to your hand. Like, but I could be wrong on that. So, you know, add secrets or other things. So like, it's not only are a lot of the effects, uh, you don't get to pick the effect until you play it. A lot of the effects just give you more random stuff, which I guess, I mean, is a thing Mage can use. That's for sure, because they have that, like, the, uh, what do you call them? The uh, nine mana, five, four, or the five, seven that replays all spells that didn't start in your deck. Yeah. So, like, it plays into it, but. And they have the card that up, you know, updates spells. You know, it you know makes spells the ones that cost more. So, like, I don't think it's an absurd thing to think about, but it is certainly, certainly, certainly weird to me. So, I don't know okay. exactly where you go with that one. I'm kind of stumped. <laughs> I feel the same way about the next one too. The fiddle, fiddle fire imp. It's Battlecry, add a random fire uh add a random fire mage and fire warlock spell to your hand. It's a three mana three two. I mean, I guess if you make it a two mana three two, um, that seems the safest way to handle it, but like That is the safest. Yes. What we're gonna do instead is we're gonna change this to discover. And that would be amazing. Are you kidding me? Like, how much fun would that be? So like Yes, yeah. you're still like, you don't have infinite options. You're only choosing from three for each one. Um, or it could even be like you choose two of the three spells that are given to you or something like that. But having it be discoverable, like that is such a fun buff and fun effect that like, even if it's still not great, I think that sees play just for like the fun of it and for... The, like, feeling of, like, you get to make a choice and you are affecting the outcome of what's going on. And it definitely is a thing that, like, it's always, like, discovering something's obviously always better than, um, um, you know, just getting a random card added to your hand. So, I mean, in all honesty, I could see it being move to discover a fire a fire mage spell and discover a fire warlock spell like i could see that being a thing that it does so like that does not seem like even remotely out of the realm of possibility in my head so like i really hope they do that because like i haven't been playing mage as much here recently but i love mage and like i would 100 percent play this just because i love that discoverability and like to like discover two things one turn even uh, even if this isn't like building the board that i need it to it's i think it's enough fun for me that like i would still use it i mean you could play priest priest you have identity theft i'd rather die than play priest <laughs> but thank you for the offer <laughs> i think you're Sorry, being silly I, i'm a i am a priest hater to my core uh, if Priest has one hater, it is me. And if Priest has no haters, I am dead. I 
ha- okay, so like the part of the problem is when I was like learning to play Hearthstone, um, you know, like I played against like my brother because he's the one who got me into it, and then I had some other friends, and I had a friend who was like a priest main, mm-hmm. and it was just like toying with you for end like forever, and it's like I wasn't a good player. But because of the way the priest was set up at that time, uh-huh. you couldn't do a quick kill. So it's like, I know I'm going to die. And I just have to do this like slow march to death. And I, so ever since then, I'm just an absolute priest hater. Like, I can't get behind <laughs> it. That's fair. Uh, no judgments here. I'm, <laughs> but I'm, you know, I'm an avid priest lover, so. I know. I do not. Um, both priest and paladin, man. I just for some reason can't get behind like um i don't know (laughs) (laughs) you are fine like that's okay you're allowed to have your preferences like and i do not like the holy people in hearthstone it turns out ah well i mean the thing is i love anduin I love I love Varian more, but I love Anduin as a character. Like, forget who Anduin is. The priest, the main priest portrait is Anduin. Okay. Yes. So. Um. Yes. <laughs> A- okay. Anduin Rin. Shoulders. Yes. His <laughs> uh his cauldrons. Uh, yes, are gigantic. And I kind of love it. I mean, welcome to Warcraft, the where the pauldrons are is. You cannot expect something that did not basically take its aesthetic from Warhammer, not to have giant effing pauldrons everywhere. Like that's just a You're thing. Right. Like, um, I need more Slanesh influence on that note. <laughs> I mean, I would love more. Any influence, like, because, I mean, because it feels like the only god you could say that has influence is the, um, is Nurgle because of the Scourge. I don't yeah. really know that there's any corn, Sneech, or other. Yeah. <laughs> so. God, I love the, uh, the whole Warhammer universe. It's hilarious and absurd. It makes me so happy, and oh my gosh, the amount of books that they've produced about that. Like, so, like, I, you know, I've like read a few um, mm-hmm. uh, World of Warcraft books, but like the Warhammer books, they have enough to make their own small library of like different things that they've written about, and they're all just the most absurd thing. <laughs> I love it. I mean, yes, yes, one hundred percent. War Warhammer is the most absurd thing you could remotely ever think of and i'm here for it because i still play warhammer 40k um so i've built armies but i got into it like um right as like right before covid hit and so like i've still never played um Mm -hmm. so i just have all my pretty little painted figurines and they just live there and they do not ever see battle and honestly it sounds so confusing i got (laughs) It's really not, though. Like, it honestly is not that confusing once you get, like, into it. It shouldn't be. I have made a combined um, Sisters of Battle Slanesh army. And so, like, all my stuff would have to be, like, homebrew. And I I can't even, like, considering I haven't even done regular stuff. uh, Yeah, so it's um, 
I just wanted like this uh, badass women army. And it's like, so um, they have parts mixed from each of them. Mm-hmm. They look amazing. I love to, them. I mean, to, to be fair, you could run them as just sisters of battle and just have them kit bashed. Like that, that is 100% legal to put on the table. Like you would, you'd not be able to run rules for uh, uh, chaos demons, but. Who cares? Chaos demons generally suck. <laughs> Welcome to the Warhammer 40k podcast where we talk about Warhammer 40k meta. <laughs> hey, Warhammer is important. Uh, what do you yes. play in Warhammer? Um, I primarily Eldari, um, but I have chaos stuff because yes, Eldari are the dark elf. No, they are the or... they're the Eldar. They used to be the Eldar. Yes. Okay. So now they are just the they they changed the name of everything for what reason I don't know like literally everything got their name changed for n- no other reason to than just like uh here's the different names of things like here's the uh militarum or astra militarum and it's like you mean the imperial guard no I mean the astrarum militarum like it's it's so like I'm like, yes, I understand. Like, I get the the Roman influence. The, yeah. The wreaths the space marines wear around their helmet couldn't make it any more clear. clear. Or the eagles, like the, the eagle representation. I get it. They are space Romans. Like, yeah. Very obvious. Like, yes. Uh, yeah. And, and Catholic space Romans. Uh, yes. Except for, you know, the emperor is their god. Um. <laughs> On that note, sorry, bit of a tangent. Uh, have you? Do you have? Um, are you subscribed to the like the Warhammer streaming service? There's some actually good things on there. Like I am shocked, and it's kind of fun. Uh, so like, if you didn't know that was a thing, and you're like, I'm unsure if I should spend money on it. You absolutely should. Okay, like <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing, and I follow it somewhat decently like i have an idea of like what's going on most of the time i know 10th edition is coming out or if is about to come out if it is already not out so you know the practical things about it and that has never been my vibe to gather the practical information about warhammer like so when i lived in dallas Mm -hmm. i was lived close by to one of the to the only warhammer cafe in the U.S., I think, is, like, what they... So it's, like, this, okay. like, fun Warhammer-only restaurant. And every time I'd go in, and I'd just, like... I thought I was going to ask, like, a simple question. And then I would get, like, this hour-long lecture of, like, all the different, like, different classes and everything. So it's, like, I have no foundational knowledge. I have a ton of very in-depth knowledge on, like, random subjects about Warhammer, though. I mean, the lore is, honestly, like, the lore is some of, like, the funnest parts of Warhammer. It's just, a lot of the times, it's just silly, and, like, it's very fun, but just, we'll we'll end the episode here in a second, but in all honesty, the rules are much more um, player-friendly now, like, it used to be things where you had to like compare. It was never difficult because everything in Warhammer is done on D6s. And yeah. it's just literally golden rule. More The more dice you're rolling, the better your odds are of hitting a success. And just like, but now literally instead of like 
ballistic skill two or ballistic skill three. It's it's ballistic skill five plus. So you know you need a five plus to hit. And that same for weapon skill and armor save and armor piercing. So like there's not a lot of things that are very difficult to follow anymore. It's There's no like conversion in your head, which you just memorize after a while. I could still do all the fucking conversions yeah. for like, you know, like uh weapon skill four very four you need four pluses to hit and like if it's higher you need um you need more you need like it, i think it's two higher and then you need like a five up to hit a weapon skill versus weapon skill so like they kind of took some of that out of it and um made it more streamlined which is generally a good thing yeah. um and, and like I the person who got me into it got into Warhammer in the 90s, so I think, like, they mainly talked about it from that perspective to the point where I was just like, I'm not sure any of this has ever made sense at any point, but I'm glad to hear that it's been more streamlined. Yeah. I mean, I played – I also played War Machine a lot, which was another minis game in, like, a steampunk setting, and, okay. like – the like there are some things that they've been taking for more machine slowly from games work games workshops has been taking and integrating concepts from like war machine into it but like my favorite thing that um war machine did was just um made all the units really feel different and like um because like warhammer um defense is very like random it feels like because you have like all you have is armor saves and there's things that mitigate that and whatnot but like war machine all your attack rolls were 2d6 it was on a bell curve you could you can have an idea of like how likely you're going to hit just by some basic you know um analysis of you know like the seven's my most likely you know seven's a likely outcome you know, 50% of the time. So, um, and you know, like sevens your average roll on two D six, but like you, your, 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 uh, units defense mattered and like where you were on like terrain that mattered, like, and like your attack, you attacked their defenses in war machine, which was something that was like, I was like, Oh, this makes a lot more sense and just doesn't seem like kind of boring to me because it's like <laughs> the don't get me wrong I love I love Warhammer it's just like it's rolling buckets of dice and yeah. like it's it's definitely gotten better but like I like the idea of like planning out things also the other really big thing that War Machine and Hordes did was that you had your the head of your army if you killed your opponent, the head of your opponent's army, the game was over. So, like, that was a thing that, like, made your caster feel so important because if they, if you put them in a position where they can get killed, you lose. So, yeah. it's like, it made, like, your, like, special characters really have weight to them. And that was, like, super interesting to me because it's like, you can't, like, you have to have plans Specialist to protect guys. Versus yeah. like Russian army tactics of just yes. shoving like human suffering at it until something happens. <laughs> it's but. true. So, 
Uh, okay. All right. Now that we're we're done with the Warhammer portion of our podcast, um, our Hearthstone podcast. <laughs> don't worry, there will be more. We promise. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> Next time Dawn's out, don't worry about it. You know what we're going to be talking about for the entire show. Oh my gosh. Maybe we'll start earlier. So just like an hour of pure uh, Warhammer. Yes, exactly. We'll talk about orcs for an hour and just how ridiculous orcs are. So, Oh my. I'm so sad you brought them up because I love fucking everything about orcs. Um, so because like i could talk about them forever that is exactly how i want everything in my life to work is the way that orcs work um the bigger the better (laughs) right biggest Uh, the biggest boy wins and and red make you go vroom like just god that is orcs are literally you know do you know the real quick i'm sorry we'll we'll end it here in a second you know what the uh the logic behind that is right like why that works? No. Orcs are all extreme. Like communal like, belief, right? They right. have they have like low level functioning psychic ability. Yeah. So that's what it is. Like so because they think it is real. Think it that's, makes a difference. Yes, exactly. So like whatever they perceive or th- like it's not just that they perceive it that way. It's because their psychic abilities bring it into existence. Low level psychic ability combines with heaps of dumbness just yes. the most hilarious things all right i yes. guess we'll go into the poll question all yes. right this week's poll question guys is which of the classes in hearthstone do you think needs about the buffs the most and that's you can choose between demon hunter mage warlock or rogue and so we're excited to talk about the results on next week's show and please give us a vote Excellent. You can find the show on Twitter at Dr3HS. You can email us at Dr3HS at gmail.com. And you can follow our top pin tweet to join the Dr3 Discord. Uh, You can find myself on Twitter at Alkaline underscore cat, K-A-T, and twitch.tv forward slash Alkaline cat. You can find Dragon Rider on Twitter at DawnyDK, D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K on Twitter and twitch.tv forward slash Dragon Rider TCCG and Friday's the TCCG Roundtable. And then uh, Smart. Or- uh, just on a note, uh, Dragon Rider also has a um, TikTok, I believe, and a YouTube channel that are yes. Dragon Rider TCCG. TCCG. T- T-C-C-G. God, it always feels like I'm saying way too many Cs. Um, But you can find me at Send Me Your Arms on both Twitter and Twitch. And you can also find me on Blizzlet. And thank you guys for listening to our Warhammer podcast. We'll try and talk more Warhammer next week if Dawn will let us. So, as always, you've been listening to Dr. Three. Gosh, I have no idea for an ending, but I don't either. We we've got to do something. So, boom, boom. <laughs> Bye, everybody.